I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Are you ready for a little psychic humor? Uh, tell me more. Uh, Zarabeth, she's a... Zarabeth, the, man. The MVP of the movie, really. I mean... <laughs> she just struts in there with her fringe on. Just... I think... <laughs> it's because everyone else in this movie is so boring that like she <laughs> she just really stands out. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> everyone else is like, "Oh, I want to have a yeah. baby. Oh, I still love you, but I yeah. can't say any, anything." Oh, it's pronounced Ouija, not Ouija. I'm like, these are people I wouldn't want to go to a no. party with. I just and Brandon wouldn't. is like monotone but the whole time, like about... showing like no emotion yeah. whatsoever. I it's just it's something. Yeah. yeah. Like, th- this film opens on my worst nightmare, which is a party with these people. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be with them. Just Yuppies don't. in peril, right? They're just... <laughs> yeah. And then, like, 45 minutes in, we have, you know, Surrey with a fringe <laughs> on top, coming in and Cla- jazzing around. Place, yeah. Like, she's in this for five minutes, and she still She's still the movie. Like, movie, so. a lot of times people talk about this movie, they talk about her, and it's like, she's... She's kind of the, yeah. the most interesting character here. Um, Linda's interesting when she's possessed at the end. That's about the only time she's really interesting. I like <laughs> yeah. it when she's possessed, yeah. And Ooh. she's like, don't fucking sneak up on me, you son of a cunt! I'm like, whoa, my god. Easy, I like Linda. her, like, Michael whoa. Jackson outfit at the end that she has on. It's, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> I, this has to get an award for the best dressed possessed person because usually when someone's possessed like their skin gets all mm. cracky and they start vomiting up mm-hmm. shit and stuff but linda looks she great looks like she just she walked is, out of an 80s I music mean, video and it's it's yeah man which she kind of did I yep mean, tawny kid kid katane r.i.p yeah you know? that's partly why um, we wanted to cover this one because she's passed away yeah she's like the music video mm-hmm. goddess of the 80s yeah. really so. good for her that hair, that hair is yes. amazing. That hair should have gotten top bill- <laughs> billing. Just Tawny, Tawny Katane's, Katane's hair, hair and Tawny Katane in <laughs> Witchboard. Witchboard! Her hair's unbelievable. <laughs> no witches to, to be found as we were just no. discussing. There's no not, not a witch no. to, to be found. I guess that was... Supposedly it was just Ouija. And then there was something with the yeah. rights or they were worried about the rights because Parker Brothers owning mm. Ouija. But then they still say Ouija like 50 times in the movie. And I, I think they had to pay some yeah. fee to do that. Uh, very strange. What a movie. Yeah. It, <clears throat> listen, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Picture. I'm more mixed on it, but there, it's one of those kind of pieces movies for me oh. where... It's We're just so mixed, are it's we? Flat, like it's shot flat. The characters are flat. I mean, there's moments where it gets me, but as a whole, I don't know. You know what's what? not flat? Tawny no, Katane's it hair. Is, it is anything but so flat. So you take that back <laughs> right now. But flat, yeah. And there's just like entire sequences where nothing is happening, but we have to pull out a witchboard by the lake, and I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't dislike it. <laughs> it's like I said, it's one of those pieces movies where it's like there's enough that I like about it that. Um, I would still recommend it. Yeah, what else is new? What's uh, going on in Horrorland? Yeah. Well, Ellen Ellen Burstyn Burstyn. is returning to the Exorcist franchise. (laughs) 
in what I assume will just be called The, the Exorcist. Exorcist. The Exorcist kills. No the Exorcist subtitle. Ends. No yeah. number. Just, it's just, this trend is pissing me off. Does it make any sense? It's pissing me off that they're calling these movies trilogies because then it's mm-hmm. like the original film is like this glorified prequel that like we're not gonna even include in that it's right like, it's it's a quadrilogy or whatever like if you at least call it that you know exactly um, i don't understand this kevin it it boggles the mind is it like they're, they're paying like 400 million dollars or something for these good lord movies like what who has this money <laughs> my god and why is it not going to poor people somewhere yeah. my god this is obscene. The new Halloween movie costs like $10 million, I believe. Like nothing yeah. compared to this. It's crazy. Yeah, in like Hollywood standards, that's low budget. Yeah. And I just don't know where they're going to go with this. I mean, I assume Chris McNeil's coming back. I assume Ellen Burstyn's not playing Pazuzu this time. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's Chris. And Linda Blair's not signed on, apparently. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's just a publicity trick, too, to throw us off could be yeah it's weird that they wouldn't reach out to her how can you not have her back yeah i mean she's got to pop in for at least a little cameo be like hey i'm not possessed anymore bye you know i I don't know she could something she could really put through the ringer there in that that first movie with her like uh head getting turned around and completely and yet she's still alive and she's still fine at the end (laughs) but the question i'd like to know is did she keep up with her tap dancing skills from Mm, the exorcist part two two, yeah i want to know if she's still doing that i think uh reagan took a job at the school from suspiria and uh she's a teacher there oh my god (laughs) this is getting good (laughs) well david gordon green was supposed to remake suspiria so maybe he can use his ideas for that and work it into this so it's like a multi-crossover you know yeah the the mold the mold multiverse of yeah the suspiria the big green multiverse god damn is what it is. He's also doing that Exorcist or that uh, the Hellraiser series. Hellraiser, yeah, and uh, all he needs to do now is like Friday the Thirteenth, and 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 he's you know the master of horror now. It's frustrating because it's like uh, everything that's happening in horror right now is really kind of his fault because Halloween made so much money, so <laughs> like everyone is copying that format of like let's make a reboot but call it the same name as the original and bring back someone from the original. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's just. Uh, and I swear, part of the reason they're doing this is because they, they can avoid getting the reboot backlash if they call it a sequel, but then they still have mm-hmm. the title from the original. It's like, it's just a, it's a weird exactly. thing where it's like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too by make it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. <laughs> to quote Courtney Cox uh, talking about Scream. <laughs> Drew Barrymore's face when she was trying to explain <laughs> that was a work of art. She's like, mm, what? Huh? What? Huh? It's, it's what? a remake, but it's not a remake, but it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. <laughs> And eventually she'll don a tank top and grab a shotgun. Yes. And... <laughs> Which I'm kind of here for because she's, what, like 80-something yeah. now? Or is she pushing 90? She's, she might she's be pushing 90 yeah. now. Which would be kind of badass. Yeah. Like, that would be That would cool. be the, the um, hook that gets me there. <laughs> yeah, if it's just Ellen Burstyn in a tank top. <laughs> yeah, we meet again, Pazuzu. <laughs> but this time I have a shotgun. <laughs> and some dynamite. <laughs> Gotcha! <laughs> gotcha, Pazuzu. It makes it all better because she said gotcha. <laughs> and she's going to have a daughter and a granddaughter. Well, she already had a daughter, but now she's she's going to have a granddaughter. Daughter. And Reagan's going to be off in some mental we'll institution. No and we're not going to hear from her. But <laughs> Yeah, Reagan has been rewritten to be in a mental institution because she's been so traumatized for the past 50 years. Hanging out with a mom from Child's Play. And yeah. Hey, don't get me excited. That would be yeah. amazing. 
it just feels oh, like boy. we're entering this sort of it it just it feels delayed. Maybe it's because of the pandemic, but like yeah. it feels like the first Halloween came out forever ago, and now we're finally starting to see like it really does people trying to copy that and everything else. But it's yeah, it kind of reminds me of the late '90s when it was like let's get Kevin Williamson for everything. Only like Kevin no, Williamson it's... was fun, and I don't know about David Gordon Green. Lock, so. lock him in a room for five years and just see what he yeah, comes up yep, with. Those damn Weinstein's, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how these uh, reboots how some of these 90s reboots end up doing too with Scream and oh yeah they've got I know, I know the, the summer, summer the series, series. Which is coming in October I don't know the exact date but um, that's a lot of Julie James I've... I really hope they bring back Anne, Anne Heche I want her whole backstory <laughs> I think she she could still play they the said part, there's going to be some easter you know, eggs so they might they could bring her back they better have a Missy I've heard they better have her in it's there. being shot in Hawaii I don't know if it's set in Hawaii but that could be interesting because we, we love I... an island anyway <laughs> pretty low cows yeah. i'm for yeah. it it came out of nowhere it, it's like when when the crap was coming out they were like oh it's coming out next month i'm like oh the, so this is coming out in october but like, we know nothing yeah. about you know the cast or anything else so it's the child's play series i'm more excited about because at least we know what to expect okay. but yeah yes we do need to talk about that because they just released a trailer mm-hmm. and i thought it looked wonderful so i'm in i think it looks fabulous yeah it has a chance to continue to uh, flesh out some of these storylines that it started to mm-hmm. build up in Curse and Cult a little bit. Cult kind of took a turn and went off its own direction, so right. I'm interested to see where it goes back with some of these characters. I like how producers have decided that this year and I guess January is... We're going back to 1998, right? Because we're, we, we're getting like a new Child's Play and I know we did last summer and Scream <laughs> oh, and shit, yeah. Urban Legend eventually right. probably because that's coming at some that's point. That's right. Yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, because there was Halloween a- H2O. H2O, yeah. yeah. Hmm, so could next year be 1999? Can we go back to 1999? That would be fun. Y2K. That was a good year. Hell yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I'm in. The Rage Carry 3 or something. (laughs) Please. The Anger anger. Carry (laughs) 3. The Angst. I'm a game for anything Carry. Sleepy Hollow Part 2. Yeah, there's, I don't know, there's there's some good stuff from 99. (laughs) American Beauty. American (laughs) Beauty. Election. <laughs> oh, drop dead gorgeous part two. That's all I want. <laughs> drop dead gorgeous. I don't know what is that. I don't know what's what's the plural for that. Don't gorgeous. Don't tempt me. That's all I want. <laughs> that that could that could heal the nation. I, I think. think so. If they can't came out with drop dead gorgeous too. What, what would that would even be, healed be like? As yeah, a world. I can't even <laughs> imagine if they brought back everybody. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, except for probably Kirsty, because you know she's just yeah doesn't need the yeah. publicity. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if they br- br- brought back Allison Janney and Ellen Barkin, Kirsten Dunst, come on, <laughs> that would be, be great. Perfect, yeah. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Amy Adams, why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Okay, I've got it. So, um, Amber is still a news anchor, and she's covering a murder mm-hmm. that happens at the strip club where Leslie works. Okay. And it gets them in, involved, and can there be a? She st- starts to get threats. Can there be a beauty pageant happening in the background while this is happening? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh, and it's all related to Gladys Lehman somehow. Perfect. All right. You know what? Br- bring her back. Bring back Kirsty. I don't care if she's a piece of shit. She can play a she's piece gotta of shit. She's got to be there. You know, she's so iconic fine. in the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, don't exactly. give her a paycheck, but like, you can bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll treat you to a dinner at the Sizzler, yeah. but that's, that's all, all we're doing. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah. 
we're not going to pay you because you're just going to put that money into Trump's pockets or Scientology's <laughs> pockets, and that's not good. Nope. That new Dexter series got a premiere date in, I think, November. I don't know what to think yeah, about that. That was that. a surprise. Yeah. That was a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to think about that. I still haven't seen the show. Really? I've, I've, I've seen like three episodes, and that's it. Huh. Yeah. You should. It was just like something that my friend wanted me to watch, so I watched a few, and I was like, this is good. I think I'll end up watching it again at some point, yeah. and then I just never it, did because yeah, there's 50,000 yeah. shows to watch. Because that, that was right when like streaming was really like kicking up yeah that's and everything was out and there's so much to watch no that's fair there's plenty of shows like that i I just started ugly betty randomly um see that's a show i've only seen one episode of too so i don't need to get on i'm enjoying it's really campy and over the top desperate housewives-esque and uh sylvia horta from urban legend to make it yeah urban legend applicable there man um Mm. Oh, uh, otherwise, let's see. There's the New American Horror Story. Woo. <laughs> no, I'm not. I haven't even bothered. I can't. I don't. There's mean. like, yeah, there's two things going on there. There's the the horror stories, which the first episode mm-hmm. was I didn't like, but I've heard some people liked. It was just like, let's go back to Murder House, but we're not going to bring back a single person from Murder House. And it's like, isn't that the point That's of dumb. going back to Murder House yeah. to, to see how this? People if you are go gonna... back there. You bring back Jessica. Yeah, exactly. You, just you do don't it. just go so. back there to go back there, and that's and they introduce no. all these new characters who are basically just like ripoffs of characters they've already introduced. Like there's a snipey gay couple who are just you know uh, bickering what? with each other, and then there's uh, in a Ryan Murphy in a, what? show. How dare they? Like, I'm How dare so they? surprised. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, in his defense, and you watched this too, right? That I did finally watch American Crime Story Versace, and that was very that good. was I like that a lot. But I like when he does these like little. Um, season-long shows like that or feud yeah. where it's just one st- story it's pretty streamlined there's there's not really a lot of chances to go off the rails because the story might be based on on a true story so he actually has an end in sight yes. i think when he doesn't have an ending in mind it tends to go off the rails a lot yes. and yes. take a lot of d detours along al- along the way i think that's true this was that's when he gets the material trouble. was just there and it was uh it was yeah. really interesting. I didn't really know anything about the case going into it, so it was really I didn't fast. Either. I was like, oh, it's going to be some campy thing where somebody falls for Versace and Versace ends up dead. And it's it was really just really more of a psychological thriller, like kind of remind me of um, yeah. uh, uh, Talented Mr. Ripley a little bit with just like mm-hmm. this, yeah. this killer who he ends up killing five people over like a one-month period or something. Like, And it's uh, I like the kind of non-chronological order thing where it's kind of going back in time and showing you um it made it more tragic too because it's like you get to see it really like you was. see the person die but then you see how they had a relationship with this guy and they trusted this guy and uh and you see yeah. his backstory and it's just like one sad thing after another it was it depressing. really is yeah it's i guess it's not something that maybe everyone can stomach around mm-hmm. this time i understand because mm-hmm. it is it's not exactly a feel-good show nope. but it was very well 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 done yeah. good acting too i thought uh Darren Chris was yeah, great. Yeah, I'm not even like a big Darren Chris person, but I thought he was fantastic. I'm not either. Um, I know he got some flack yeah. because he's not gay or whatever, but uh, whatever. Yeah, like, well, okay, we'll stick to that story. <laughs> yeah, really, right. And he has that one scene that reminded me of um, American Psycho where he's just like dancing around the room and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah th- was that when he had like the guy on yes. the bed and he was like like all like... Taped up and shit. Taped, taped yes. up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's memorable. Yes. But let's set the scene here. So, uh, Witchboard. Without the witches. Came out in 1986, at least a limited release, but it had a wide release in 1987, so more of an 87 film. Kevin Tenney, who, of course, did Night of the Demons. Um, woo woo. 
and what else? Uh, a movie called Witch, Witch um, Trap. Did, uh, Witch <laughs> yes. Trap, which I also don't think has a witch in it. So he needs to stay a little more careful about these movie titles. Is that tied you know? to Witch Board? It is okay. not. I used to think it was, and it, it, it's not, but it does have Linnea Quigley. Yeah, and I'm looking at the poster. It's like the exact same font, and it, it looks like it's... And the bad guy kind of looks like the yeah. same guy from this. Kinda, Interesting. Yeah. He also did Pinocchio's Revenge. That sounds interesting. Uh, Which I need to see because I remember that from the video store when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I used to be fascinated. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to watch this movie yeah. and I've never seen it. Yeah. That and uh, Rumpelstiltskin. I've heard things about remember that movie. That? Yeah. I need to see that too. Yeah. yeah, we're kind of in the middle of that uh, satanic panic phase in the 80s too. Let's see. So Tenny was writing the script. This is another one of those movies that, like, there's a whole dissertation on on Wikipedia. This is not a movie that I expected there to be so much (laughs) information about here, so I'm not going to read through it all, but let's see. He was writing the script while he was a student at the University of Southern California. He was inspired to create a horror film based on the Ouija board. Um, So he began to research the concept of progressive progressive entrapment, which is a big element in this film. It's briefly featured in The Exorcist. Yeah, it's uh, that title. That should have been the title of the movie. Progressive Entrapment. it sounds like either a Steven Seagal film or like an Ashley Judd film. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Double Jeopardy. Ashley Judd in yeah. Progressive Entrapment. <laughs> I would see that. <laughs> yeah. So one of the central themes of the movie is the quote unquote bromance. Yeah, I guess we'll say that uh, between Jim mm-hmm. and Brandon, whose friendship involved a love triangle with the character of Linda. So Tenny viewed the film as being about the board who he sees as a character forcing Jim to reflect on his relationships with Linda and Brandon, the latter of whom he had a falling out with. Okay, yes, we know all this because we watched the movie. The character of Jim was based on Tenny himself. Uh, I guess he worked as a construction worker for a while. The original title, like we said, was Ouija, but there were apparently some copyright issues there. I don't know. Um, and they had to pay a $50,000 bond to prevent any litigation. Um because they <gasps> included the Ouija board in the movie, apparently. Uh, yeah, like we said, limited release in December 1986, and that eventually expanded to a full release in March of 87. It grossed $7.4 million against a $2 million budget, so pretty good. Like, at least it doubled Not its, bad. or tripled, tripled, yeah, over tripled, I guess, yeah. its budget. That's good. Uh, mixed critical response. It's like it's, all the quotes they picked are really negative, but then it has like a fifty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, which is not that negative. So I don't yeah, I, for I a mean, horror movie. Considering some of the other films yeah, we've talked for about, for a horror movie, I mean, that's yeah. yeah, not bad. But the Los Angeles Times, um, uh, they said that Witchboard is smarter and better acted than much of the bloody competition, but it isn't crazy or original enough to stand too far above them. So it gives and it takes there. Um, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so. This movie. Um, Yuppies in Peril. Possessed with some satanic panic stuff. That's this movie. Big hair. Big hair. Big hair. Uh, Big fucking hair. Very 1987. There's some like music video moments and uh, there's a big end credit sequence with the big 80s power ballad. And uh, yeah. Oh shit. What was the name of the the band? It was like a really good name too. I can't remember. It was like Clean Slate or something. I don't know. There was some name. I was so, like, that's uh, a great band Steel name. Steel Breeze. There we go. Steel Breeze. <laughs> it sounds like a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Singing Bump in the Night. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, are you concerned about your feminine hygiene? Just use nice Steel Breeze. For, <laughs> for a low payment of nineteen ninety nine, you too can experience the magic of Steel Breeze. 
and stay on the air for our uh, 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 what's the CD called again? The uh, uh, pure moods. Pure there moods. we go. Pure <laughs> moods. Featuring the X Files theme and, <laughs> and tubular bells tubular from bells. The Exorcist. Because what's more calming than the theme from a possession film? What the fuck, guys? You didn't think that one through. I don't know. This this uh, <laughs> Steel Breeze song is pretty calming. Bump of the night, yeah. So what's this, what's going on in this movie? Well, there's a house party at uh, at this. It's it's like a, I guess it's like a boarding house of some sort that these people seems live like in. there's a landlady there. I don't. It doesn't it's really look like an apartment, but I, I something. Yeah. Yeah. There's other people that seem to live there because there's that one scene where they all come in and and they're like, "What's all that commotion?" Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it just kind of seems like a house that has a few. It's a big ass yeah. house. I think it's the same house from Waxwork, actually. I can see that. This, this um, does have kind of a Waxwork vibe to it in general. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that was that was around the same yeah. time, and uh, and yeah. So there's this party going on. Jim and Linda are throwing this party for their friends, really for no reason. But Brandon is there, and Brandon used to kind of have a thing for Linda. And he used to be friends with Jim, but now he's just a royal douche. And he's just, like, giving all these really boring conversations about, like, theology yeah, and shit. God and creation and of the universe. And everybody. And like, this is not small talk for a party, you know? No, this is, hello. No. And, listen, I hate small yeah. talk, but there's always that one guy at, at every party that's, like, trying to get way too deep with people mm-hmm. who don't go that deep. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you're just barking up the wrong tree. Right. And that's Brandon. Go back to your philosophy class. or you know. Yeah, exactly. We don't want you no. here. And he brings out a Ouija board. Or, I'm sorry, a Ouija board. Yep. He's very specific about the way it needs to be pronounced. Yep. And he's like, yeah, this thing is really cool. Like, I talked to this spirit named David. He's this kid that was killed why has he been talking to this ago. little boy it, it, it's a little creepy know. actually you know they pull out the ouija board and like they start to talk to what he believes to be is david but then the board gets all weird and all of a sudden like there's like a pop outside and one of his t- tires has ex- exploded and jim's been all questioning like i don't think this is real this is stupid you're a dumbass for doing this and that, and that, that was the, was that david i think that actually was right because when they ask him that i think was yeah, david the, yeah the, the pop of the tires anyway yeah exactly yeah. and so brandon leaves the board at jim and linda's and the next day linda's like i'm gonna use this board just to see if i'm really pregnant or pregnant or not yeah. i'm gonna ask david to st- Tell me if I'm pregnant. <laughs> the all-knowing David. I don't right? know why he would know. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's weird. I don't know why he would know. And um and so she uses the the board alone, and you're not supposed to use the board alone because bad things happen. And David, or so we assume, says that she is pregnant, and also tells her exactly where she lost her her ring. It's in the drain, and she goes and she looks, and it is in the drain, and she's like, "Oh my god." This is like a five, ten minute sequence of her just like sticking her toothbrush down the drain, just trying to get this fucking <laughs> Which, ring first out. Of all, nasty. Yeah. yeah, and then Jim's at work. Yes. And his friend is crushed 
yeah, this Lloyd friend who is just really weird and spaztastic. Very and odd. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he gets crushed by falling drywall, and, uh, mm-hmm. and Jim is all depressed about that because his friend and everything, and and we learn that like and then he can't find his axe. He too. can't find his he axe. Can't find the axe. Can't find his axe. And uh, where does axe go? We find out Jim was apparently in med school, but then he dropped out for some reason, and. Jim has uh, commitment issues, I guess. He can't really commit to anything in his life, and he keeps struggling with that. A bit of a drinking problem problem. like his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Which Brandon is really cool to bring that up. He's he's <laughs> like, yeah, go get a drink, just like your parents. Yeah, Brandon like, and what an uh, asswipe. Brandon and Jim are both questionable kind of people here. <laughs> yeah, because then at some point Brandon comes and confronts him at work, right? And uh, yeah. And they get into it, and a detective shows up at one point, and he's this weird, This fucking detective. What character. is the detective? Yeah. He just sits outside of their house eating lemons from his dashboard. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this character is. He has no purpose, he, really. Not really. He's obsessed with magicians and Sigmund and Roy, yeah. and it's just like, what? I don't understand it. And then, like, he shows up at the end for, like, four yeah. seconds and is, like, just shoved yeah, out of the room. So yeah. it's like, who, why did he Yeah, you're right. He's, he's just know? extraneous, not really needed for this yeah. story. But, you know. I mean, they could have probably cut, like, five or six minutes out of the movie if they just took him out. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's another that's topic. That's another topic. So, um, so, yeah, then Jim comes home and he's all like, I've had the worst day. And Linda's like, well, really, I've had the best day because this little kid named David, like, he told me all this good stuff. I found my ring. It's great. It's all and great. she curses or um, something. And he's like, she curses. I've never heard you curse before. And I was like, calm down, Jim. <laughs> like, I've never heard you say anything worse than gosh and yeah. darn. I'm like, what is this, Mayberry? What the fuck? <laughs> like, calm down, Jim. And um, and he's like, I had a really bad day because my friend died. And um, Linda keeps playing with this board. And things just get really bad like at, at at one point like it locks her in a room or something and she gets freaked out and, and... starts dropping knives with marinara sauce on and on the floor yeah, like what, what is happening here um brandon's like oh you should not have played with that board alone let me bring in a psychic to like cleanse the house and like get rid of the spirits and stuff yes, because there's this whole concept of progressive entrapment where Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda, it, it reminds me a lot of internet addiction in the in the '90s, where like you would you would start and then you would just kind of you couldn't look away, so you had to keep being on. All yeah. the, I know it's still happening now, of course, but yeah, uh, it, <laughs> she is becoming obsessed with this Ouija board and she can't uh, stop playing with it, and uh, it's taking mm-hmm. over her life and it wants to enter her soul and take her over. Yeah. yeah. So enter Zarabeth, a new wave. Yeah. lovey dove that's yeah that's a good way to describe yeah. it she's like kind of this androgynous <laughs> valley girl type and yeah you got yes yeah, she's just she's crazy. you got yourself she's one wonderful. gnarly spirit over here yeah it's just it's <laughs> she's just chomping her bubble gum and talking to spirits who she thinks is david yes. we think it's david yeah. she's like and she's yeah. like just go away go and Go into go into the light, and everyone's like, "Cool, okay, I guess this." Yeah, they think they, gone. that was pretty convenient, right? She's just, just uh, yeah. she didn't have to do anything, and she's like, "You know what? I, you know, I didn't even have to do anything, so um, I'm gonna go home." Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's like off yeah. in her own little movie, like, and it's it's kind of fantastic. She really is. Kind of reminds me of someone who would be in like Return of the Living Dead or something, just like one of those yeah. characters. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, and so like on the way back, Brandon's driving her her home, yeah. and she's like, "His name's David, right?" And he's like, yeah. And it's like, and so he's a 10 year old boy. And he's like, yeah. 
and she's like, well, that's weird because the person I talked to seemed a lot more mature and older. And so that's the first sign that maybe Linda has not been talking to David. This might be someone else entirely. Yeah. yeah. And she goes home and she is attacked by a cameraman uh, <laughs> who just runs at her with a wide angle lens. And she flies out the she window. Gets her, after she her gets her slashed. throat slashed and lands. Yeah. Gets impaled outside and, and, and falls uh, out of the window and then is impaled on a garden tool or something. I, I don't know. TTFN, sure. Zerabeth. Yeah. TTFN. <laughs> TTFN, Zerabeth. <laughs> we hardly knew yeah. ye. And, uh. And yeah, so then that's on the news, and Brandon, Brandon's like, oh no, I, that's so crazy. I think maybe there might be something more to this. And so he decides to go off to Big Bear, where David apparently died, so he can find out like more information about him and maybe help him heal or so. I, I really don't don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a little it, questionable. But we do get a library, he thinks it's a a library research sequence with a microfilm for a little yes, bit, so that's good. We that's... do. We do because see Linda has been thrown into the hospital because she suffered a concussion after David and that's in quotation marks yeah. thrashed her around the room and has made it almost look like Jim is like an abusive spouse because <laughs> then like the whole yeah. apartment complex comes in and is like what happened and and it doesn't look good. Yeah, and she's having these crazy ass dreams of like walking around the hospital and get, getting her head decapitated yeah. and uh, which it's a great scare. It is, it's and she's got scare. this great like gold uh, robe that she's wearing while she's walking around the hospital. It's it's she it's, wears a lot of robes yeah. and uh, and yeah. So so she's off in the hospital and the detective, uh, detective Dewhurst, Colleen Dewhurst, <laughs> yeah. whatever, um, is like I you know. I hear some about this magic trick again. I'm like, why are you talking about magic? What is wrong with you? And and so I guess he thinks Jim is like a suspect because they still haven't found the axe. But it's like it's it, it's it's implied that the weapon that was used to kill Zarabeth was from the construction site. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very confusing, and they should have just cut this out completely. So then Jim decides to go off with Brandon to Big Bear and find out about the david character and yeah so there's this library research scene which is fun and uh and then they decide to go to the place where he died and use the ouija board to contact him yeah they contact him and he's all like yeah linda hasn't been talking to me folks um actually it's this other dude and he's evil and he's here right here. now. Not not her, but here. Yeah. Because as you know, uh, uh, ghosts are not very good spellers. So, you know, it, it's... They're not. You know, we learned learn that, that from this film. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, these barrels, like, fly and, like, hit them yeah. in the head and they fall in the lake. And Brandon comes out of the water and Jim is unconscious. And then this axe flies at Brandon's head and kills him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim wakes up and and he's all like, "Oh no, you're dead!" And he's he's like crying. He's like in the water balls because the earlier on they they were they had this hotel room like moment oh, too where they were just like the opening up scene. to each other about the past because they yeah. used to be friends in the past. I don't know if we mentioned that, but they were mm-hmm. BFFs and uh, something happened. They had a falling out and they both were in love with Linda and Linda ultimately chose Jim over Brandon. Um, but then there's like some. I don't know. There's a there's some homoeroticism here too, with just a just bit, a little bit a little where there it just seems like they were closer than they're letting on to. And uh, um, well, I would also like to mention that Jim wears a shirt for maybe eight percent of this yes. film. Yes, yes, yes. Most of it, he's e- either has no shirt or his shirt is open to the point where he shouldn't have a shirt. Yeah. And you know what? He has a lovely chest yeah. with some lovely hair. Yes. 
and I support it. So good I, for you, yes, Jim. I, I, stamp of approval. Yeah, science seal delivered. Good for you. I'm yours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Jim rushes back home because he, for some reason, they think that the the spirit can't strike if Linda is asleep, and so she's been in this coma. Yeah. He's, but he's, now obviously she's up. He stops so he off at this like and, you know magic shop too for some reason. It's like a two second yeah. scene, and he's like having this conversation with this sexy magic shop owner about like there used to be a serial killer who lived in his apartment building, and it's like why would he think to go to a magic shop <laughs> like to, or where the I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't understand yeah. that part. I guess they're like we have to get this backstory in uh, quick. Let's uh, he's at a magic <laughs> yeah, store. Yeah. I, I don't know. The detec- <laughs> like, where do you The detective should have been there like buying like whoopee cushions or something, you know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love magic tricks, kiddo. You want a lemon? <laughs> this seems like a Roddy McDowell type character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, he rushes back home and of course the sp- spirit has overtaken linda mm-hmm. she's remodeled the house a bit it does not look good nope. um her style is a little decorator. suspect yeah. <laughs> horrifying mm-hmm. and she's got an an axe and she's gonna use it and also a little top hat on too yeah looking very snazzy yeah. to be so possessed and a fire poker at one point or something she there's a fire poker she, she hits and the detective when he shows she up hits and, the detective yeah. he shows up and of course he's useless Ooh. as they these characters always are in these mm-hmm. movies and like throws him out of the room so it's just linda slash maleficent or whatever the <laughs> character's name is <laughs> i don't know maleficent Mellet. Lipitor, I don't know. What's, what's we'll call him Lipitor, yeah. Lipitor, yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's just them having this conversation, and and it's like, you know, Jim, you were the the one I wanted all along. Yeah. I just killed everybody because I want you to be by yourself. You're the vessel. And then he's like, well, I've got a gun. I'm gonna shoot myself, and then you you won't have a vessel any anymore. And he's like, you won't do it. You you don't even love Linda. You don't love her that much. And then he just like, he falls out of a window. Yeah, they use like their entire budget for this. Like, (laughs) because first the. It's a great shot. First the board like flies up and it's like almost CGI, but it's not. It's like flying in circles and he shoots it and then falls out the window. It's like this slow. (laughs) It's a great shot. It's a really great shot. And then it's like, okay, so he's dead? What happened? And then it cuts to a church, and everyone's crying, and it slowly um, pans across the room, and we see that they're crying because they're at a a wedding for Jim and Linda, and Jim has a cast around his neck. Yeah, they couldn't wait for him to heal. They had to get married, like, right away. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, could you wait You could have just said, like, one year later. You know, I don't know. I don't know. No. They got married the next yeah. day. It was very sudden. <laughs> Show up if you can, y'all. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then we cut back to the apartment, and uh, the landlady, who we should mention, is played by Rose Marie for some reason. Mm-hmm. She's all like, "Oh, look at this. There's a there's a Ouija board. Let's. That's cool." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Do you think this thing works?" And then the little clicker thing goes to yes, and cut to black. Q Steel Breeze. Yeah, it's a, I, I, yeah, I love yeah. a good end credits um, power ballad. Yeah, it's, it's great. Hell yeah. We should bring that back. Yeah. No one does that anymore. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I said, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things I like about it. Uh, I'm not sure about the movie as a whole, but there's a lot of um, elements that I like. So there we go. 
I mean, like I said, you take out the detective character. I think the film would flow a lot better. He's and... pretty pointless. There, 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 there's some sequences that I think, yeah, some tighter editing would have helped. Um, like, do I need like 10 minutes of her trying to get, find her uh, wedding ring thing in the. Yes. Thing? Yes, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> you really do. Do I need the whole like 20 minute sequence of them at the lake, like playing with the Ouija board and like here, her? No, they don't spell right. I don't think, I don't really know if I need that, but. Uh... I'm just fascinated by the fact that like the most interesting characters in the movie are like not the main characters to me, like uh, like the yeah the, the the friend who gets killed by the uh, uh, falling drywall, like he's just so out, over Lloyd, the top yeah. and crazy. And then Zarabeth is the MVP, um, but the actual characters, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, I'm not really drawn to any of these people. Um, yeah, it's 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 a little like tonight on a very special episode of Thirty Something. Yeah, kind yeah, of it does, it does. It really it's very yuppies in peril here. You know, what we need we need like a <laughs> Um, a mix of Clue and a Ouija board. Like, everybody's drawn together into this old mansion, and then they're playing with the Ouija board, and then they start to get picked off one by one, but it's, like, gothic, and Ooh. that'd be fun. And yeah. <gasps> Don't say that too too loud. I think a studio might be listening. <laughs> $50, please. <laughs> yeah, we accept debit cards. <laughs> Red Lobster gift cards. Plus, like, they're both board games, so you can, like... Yeah, d- yeah. the promotion there for both of these board games like that come on double come the on. trouble yeah. uh a ouija clue i don't know what you call it but yeah huh. ouija clue yeah, i don't know ouija clue it's here for you <laughs> see you got the theme song and everything <laughs> see by lady gaga, <laughs> by lady gaga. She'll, she'll, she'll a ouija clue <laughs> for me and you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's our best lady guy there we go <laughs> perfect <laughs> ah i don't know <laughs> clue and weeda <laughs> together at <laughs> last <laughs> well do we have some overlooked gems for today i'm gonna talk about a film called sisters mm, i love sisters uh brian de palma mm-hmm um 73 i believe Mm -hmm. maybe 74 i don't know it's one of those where it's like it might have been released a few places you know at one point and uh and it is a story about these twins it's a story separated of lovely twins french canadian twins (laughs) (laughs) and they were they've been they they were siamese twins that were separated they have been uh, cut off i don't know what i don't know there's a better way of explaining that. I, they've been cut they off. That been, makes it sound yeah, like they separated don't have any at, money at some or something. Point, yeah. 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 They, they, they've, uh, they've been, oh, I'm just digging myself into I, a hole. I, help I, me. I, help I, me. I, I don't <laughs> know. They, yeah. I, I, <laughs> they are no longer they, one. <laughs> they, they <have> <laughs> at, at, yeah, first they were two. Now they are one. No, no. Now the they are one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm really selling surgically, this movie. Surgically, Brian De Palma's thrilled. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they've been surgically. Whatever separated. the word is, we can't think of it. <laughs> I don't know if there's a name for the procedure. I don't know. And the problem is, is that one is trying to be a little bit more normal, but the other is insane and very jealous. And so when she brings someone home, they end up dead. And one person is killed, and this reporter across the hall sees it across the hall no across the way see sees it and she's on the case and she wants to find out what's going on here and there's this shady doctor who like looks after them and stuff and so she's like who's this dude and it just takes her down this crazy rabbit hole of 
mental institutions and research and horror, horror. and it's wonderful. It's so good. It's kind of a throwback to um, some of those like freaks movies, like you know, uh, uh, like literally the movie Freaks, um, where it's yeah, just like yeah. uh, uh, um, like a '30s kind of thing. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I like the a little bit of a Rear Window vibe too, because somebody sees them, definitely, definitely. Somebody sees somebody get murdered, right? Like you said, or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. there's there's that. A lot of his movies have that vibe, the kind of Rear Window person oh, next door. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, Brian De Palma has a big heart on for Hitchcock, right, right. you know. So, I mean, all of his films are basically homages yeah. yeah. to him in some way. Yeah. And this was his his first real sort of thriller film. Mm-hmm. I think he had mostly just done comedies by this point. Yeah. yeah. And so this is the first one to kind of kick him off on in that direction. And it's very stylish, but you can tell he didn't have a lot of money. So it's still kind of gritty. So it's like this gritty slash classy mix mm-hmm. that's really fascinating to watch. And it's got Margot Kidder. Yes. Margot Kidder plays both of the twins, yes, and yes, she's yes. wonderful. There's a Criterion release. I love Margot. And uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. good stuff. Good stuff. How about you? Which one you got this week? Um, I got a movie called Backcountry. Have you seen this? I've heard of 2014, it. Kind of recent. It um, even though that was still what, like eight years ago, but it feels recent. It feels oh like it was God. like yesterday. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, oh, so a wake up call. Yeah. Uh, I guess seven years. Not, not quite as much. There we go. Um, sure. That, that <laughs> helps. I feel better. <laughs> Uh, there's there's this couple and they go out into the wilderness and they go on a hike and uh, they get lost and they are pursued pursued by this bear and uh, um, I'm not usually a big like survival horror person but I like this one a lot um, it's got a it's good characters and uh, um, kind of a, in that Mike Flanagan way where like you they introduce us to the characters and we get to know them and their relationship and their life and uh, the kind of the Wes Craven-esque thing too where like you care more about the characters than you do what's going on otherwise mm-hmm. which is rare for a horror movie so I'm always oh, yeah, appreciative yeah. of that um, it was directed by Adam McDonald who also did uh, a movie called Pie Wacket that I liked a lot and he did a season of Slasher that I liked um, uh, let's see it's yeah it's a tense like I said it's kind of survival thriller um, he does a lot with a tiny budget it kind of has like a, a campfire ghost story feel to it also but mm-hmm. because the, when they first go out to this campsite they meet this guy and you're like who's this guy and he seems really creepy and he insists on sitting with them at the campfire and they tell like ghost stories and stuff you're like what the hell's going on here but then it kind of morphs into more of a um survival thing because there's this bear who's uh d- trying to get them the whole time and uh um there's some like contrived plot points like for some reason they don't have a map or cell phones if i remember right and i'm like well what year is this I, t- 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 why would you go out in the woods without these things um so this bear, is this an actual bear or like a, a very large hairy gay man? <laughs> it's a real bear. Like, uh, uh, okay. And, uh, now I'm out. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, done. I, I'm, I was, I was on board and now. Like... Yeah. It's, it, I, if I remember right, that the bear is used pretty well. It's, uh, kind of that jaws thing where they don't use it very often. But when you do, do see it, it's pretty, pretty well. Um, oh, that's, so. that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Um, so yeah, it's a solid little thriller. Um, worth checking out a good kind of summary one um yes so that is our uh, first week of possession month did you like it? i hope so was it fun for you what about you harmony <laughs> <laughs> what about joe jo- I- <laughs> melody oh <laughs> 
I wish we were covering we the so house bunny. Alas. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. I know. Um, we do have a fun, uh, uh, what do we call them? Patreon pick this. Patreon, yes, <laughs> and, uh, we, we won't tell you what it is, but it's 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 fun. Yeah, it is semi-related. I guess <laughs> in the way that it's not in really related. <laughs> in a sense, in a way. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but it's it's gonna be fun. We have so many good ones this month. Literally every single one is interesting. At least it's wild. Yeah, there's some wild stuff in this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not classic films but uh yeah like we're not covering any of the exorcist films sorry no we're not not getting too classy this month but uh no uh, wild though it uh, it we wanted to do something that was a little crazier after last month which was a little more slow burn and yes um introspective this is mr pazuzu's wild ride yes it's what this month is a shout out to um matthew McHenry, one of our patreon subscribers Um, hello matthew brand new welcome matthew um, yes. Uh, Matthew is a cult of. You're in for a yes. treat. Welcome. <laughs> uh, Matthew is a cult of Isaac member, so uh, one <gasps> of our ex- cult of Isaac. Cult of- Welcome. Uh, Eat the corn. That that 4K release is coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think I've already I, pre-ordered it, <laughs> I wish I had more than just the, the whole first trilogy. three. Yeah, I wish I had. The, I know. I I wish they could just bite the bullet and put yeah. them all out there because it's not really like not a that trilogy. any of the ones past three are really that yeah good, that's that's still. true i don't i don't know um but i need my naomi in part four I don't yeah know. that's true yeah care karen blacks and that too yeah it's it's, mm. it's watchable but yeah uh so yeah i guess we will be back next week uh you can follow us as always on facebook and Twitter, I'm going to get it right this time, at HOHH Podcast. Instagram. <laughs> you got it! Instagram, at Homos and Haunted Hill. Uh, Letterbox at HOHH Podcast. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We've gotten some more of those lately. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Yes, thank that, you, y'all. That helps um, so nice people find us if there are more reviews, so it's always nice when we get those. That's true. And, uh, spread the word. Spread the gospel of the Homos and Haunted Hill. Yes. Of the of The, the Isaac, Isaac, but... Isaac's gospel, yes. The gospel of Isaac. <laughs> Isaac's gospel. Um, <laughs> as always, yeah, we hope you're Holding up okay during this insane time. We thought we were in the clear, but we're yeah. not. And, uh, God, it's it really is just like a horror movie, it isn't it? Is. It's like we're like, oh, we got our vaccines. We're good. Oh, no. Here comes Delta. Oh, look. Here's like on 200 everything. people with vaccines that got infected. Like, what, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't... I am so done. I'm so done. Somebody accused me of peer pressure the other day, and I'm like, good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like good. This, I'm yeah. not telling you to smoke cigarettes. I'm telling you to, like, save your life and other people's lives. Yeah. Like, come on. And help other people. Yeah. This should not be. When did vaccines get so controversial? I, everything is political. Lord. I don't get it. And there's some people on the left that are like that, too. Like, Robert Kennedy's yeah. son is, like, leading this whole crusade against vaccines. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell? Like, it, yeah, it's weird. Like, I I expected it from the Trump Trumpies. Yeah. But some of these people on the left, I'm like, what? Who hurt you? Right. Maybe it'll help if the FDA finally, like, officially approves it or whatever. It's in that weird, like, emergency yeah. use state right now. But it's like, Maybe. what are they going to do? Say it's not approved and when, like, millions of people have got it at this point? Like, oops. Oopsies. Yeah, like, well. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how the world progresses over the next month or so. We're almost into Halloween season, so that's exciting. I know. You know we're I just really want to see Candyman in, in a theater. Yeah. And I don't now know. I'm like, if they shut things down again, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah. I might slap some people. I might have to wait for the release on that one. We'll see. Um, I want to see it, but I, if it if these cases keep going up, we'll see. Um, I know. That's what scares me. Yeah. Ugh. 
What would Zarabeth do? What would Zarabeth? She would have been one of the first ones to get the shot. Let me tell you. Probably. She'd be popping that gun. She invented the shots, okay? <laughs> twirling that friend. She'd be there. She led Operation Warp Speed, okay? She got that. She did. She, she's always been looking out for us. Yes. She, like, got a hold of uh, <laughs> Joseph What's-His-Face, who created the polio vaccine. And uh, she was like, can you give me some advice to create a new vaccine for this new disease that is ravaging us? And he was like, yes, Sir Beth, I can give you this in- <laughs> the ingredients. <laughs> It's like this guy was totally red. Red. He was was like, "What you do?" Gnarly. (laughs) Oh, Sarah Beth. Oh, TTFN. TTFN. We lost you far too soon. TTFN. But yes. uh, Alrighty. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Alrighty. Bye, y'all. Okay. Bye.